of the Shark Bites Podcast, a Throwdown Thursday production. I am your host, Patrick Rahal, but you can call me Patsy the Angry Nerd. And this week, uh, I kind of want to take it down a notch and do something a little uh, more serious and actually helpful to the community. So this week, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the coronavirus. Um, and I'm, I'm being dead serious right now. I'm going to talk a little bit about the coronavirus, um, how you can tell if you have it, um, how you can avoid it, and you know, give you some facts about what what it actually is because there's a lot of uh, conflicting information coming out between the uh, uh, I don't even the, the administration that's currently in the White House and uh, and you know actual scientists who do this for a living. So um, I am actually on the CDC website right now, and so the first thing that uh, I want to mention is that coronavirus, you also might hear it referred to as COVID-19, C-O-V-I-D-19. And so the first thing is the symptoms. Um, so pa- patients with COVID-19 have reportedly had mild to severe respiratory illness. Symptoms can include fever, cough, and shortness of breath. Now, if you're not sure if you have been exposed, right now there's really only uh, uh, the, the main three places where it has uh it has appeared and especially has been uh more prevalent is there's two places in California uh Washington and Oregon so basically the uh, the west coast which makes sense because that is the closest to uh China that you know any part of the United States is with the exception of Hawaii but uh there has been one confirmed death in uh Washington but uh, it says that symptoms may appear 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you have been in China within the past two weeks and developed symptoms, call your doctor. Now, it's very difficult. Uh, there's a lot of testing that needs to be done because this obviously sounds a lot like, you know, a cough, cold, you know, uh, flu, you know, allergies. You know, these are very similar symptoms. So it's difficult to tell, you know, if that's what you're dealing with or if uh you know if that's if, if it's coronavirus or if it's something else and you know you don't want to overreact but you also don't want to underreact so if you feel like maybe you've you know been in contact with someone or you know you've been to china and or you've been traveling through these states uh definitely get yourself checked out if you exhibit any of these symptoms uh so the prevention and treatment uh there's currently no vaccine to prevent coronavirus. So if you hear that, oh, one's right around the corner, uh, the most uh, conservative estimates uh, put it at a, a year, year and a half, possibly two years. So there are um, there, there's there's no immediate, um, you know, immediate vaccine, immediate help for this. So basically the best prevention is. According to this, uh, as a reminder, the CDC always recommends everyday preventative actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. This isn't just for COVID-19 coronavirus. This is everything. So avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. 
I know that one is kind of a sticking point because it's difficult for everyone to be able to just it's like oh I don't feel well well I guess I'm not going into work you know especially if you know you are one of the millions of people who depend on your you know your your daily hours in order to make ends meet you know and you know if you have to work multiple jobs which so many many folks do uh it's not always an option but this is how these things turn into a pandemic um, cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue, then throw the tissue in the trash, you know, clean and disinfect, clean and disinfect frequently touch objects and surfaces using a regular household cleaning spray or wipe. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, like if I, I wasn't feeling well and I used multiple microphones or if I shared a, a phone at work, which I do, and I wasn't feeling well, you know, get like a, a Clorox wipe or some kind of Lysol spray, you know, clean, uh, you know, wipe that down. Um, you know, if you, you know, work in a cubicle and there's several people that use your, your computer or your phone, or if you work, you know, in retail and, you know, you have like little walkie talkies or things like that, you know, those are things that you'll want to wipe down, you know, just mainly because people are gross, but mainly because you don't want to get sick. So that's one of those things. Uh, I know certain stores, like if you're going shopping at like a Walmart or a Target or, a um, like Wegmans, you know, stores that we go to a lot, they have the um, the little antibacterial uh, wipes and the hand sanitizer, so you can wipe down your your carriage, your shopping cart. So you have that option. Uh, you can always grab your own. You know, it never hurts to have like you know antibacterial wipes or or um, you know at the very least hand sanitizer to kind of you know, sterilize or sanitize the services that you're going to be touching. Um, the CDC does not recommend that people who are well wear a face mask to protect themselves from respiratory diseases. Face masks should be used by people who show symptoms of COVID-19 to help prevent the spread of the disease to others. Uh, the use of face masks is also crucial for health workers and people who are taking care of someone in close settings, so at home or in a healthcare facility. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, especially after going to the bathroom, before eating, and after blowing your nose, coughing, or sneezing. If soap and water are not readily available, use alcohol-based hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol. Always wash your hands with soap and water if your hands are visibly dirty. That should go without saying, but you know, if you've ever been to a convention, you know that just because you know people you know, know these things doesn't mean that they're going to put them into practice. You know, people don't wash their hands. People don't wear deodorant. People don't really care for personal hygiene. And that's, you know, obviously, if you walk around in day-to-day life, you understand that this is something that needs to be said. So what to do if you are sick with the coronavirus? So if you're sick with COVID-19 or suspect you are infected with the virus... Uh, that causes COVID-19, follow the steps below to prevent the disease from spreading to people in your home or community. So first thing, stay home except to get medical care. So if you are mildly ill and you're able to isolate yourself at home during your illness, uh, do so. You should restrict activities outside your home except for getting medical care. So don't go to work, school, public areas. Don't use public transportation like buses, ride sharings, uh, uh, ride sharing apps, you know, Uber and Lyft and all that, or taxis. So that's the first thing. I mean, that's, again, 
that's difficult to do if you are someone who depends on your your day to day job for income and and you know your insurance. So it's it's tough to do. So obviously, if we had better health care, this would be something that would be a no brainer. But again, if our health care system was better, we'd be able to to do this and you know not have to worry about you know working three or four jobs just to make end, ends meet. Uh, separate yourself from the other people and animals in your home. So as much as possible, you should stay in a specific room and away from other people in your home. Uh, you should use a separate bathroom if that's available. Again, I don't know who this list is for because, you know, not a lot of people uh, are going to be able to uh, just like, oh, let me just, uh, I'll sequester myself in here. I'll use this bathroom. Everybody else, you're on your own. Like, that would be great. Uh, if you have that option, if not, uh, again, the uh, the Lysol, the, the sanitizing wipes, all that stuff, that's uh, something that you'll have to do, you know, when you're using the bathroom, whether you're, you know, using the toilet or whether you're just, you know, washing your hands in the sink. You know, anywhere you go that you're touching surfaces, doorknobs, you know, handles, you know, drawer handles, uh, refrigerator door handles, things like that. Uh, anything that you touch, you'll want to wipe down if you're sick. You should restrict contact with pets and other animals while you are sick with COVID-19, just like you would around other people. Although there have not been reports of pets or other animals becoming sick with COVID-19, it is still recommended that people sick with COVID-19 limit contact with animals until more information is known about the virus. So, essentially, like, I know a lot of people when they're sick, they just want to curl up with their dog or their cat, you know, because it makes them feel better. You know, especially if you have a cat and the cat, you know, likes the fact that you have a fever because you're nice and toasty. Uh, in this case, because we don't know much about the, the virus, we want to keep that away. Uh, keep keep it away from our pets because we don't want our pets getting it. Um, I mean, that's that's obvious. You don't want to get your pet sick. So that's tough because that is kind of one of the, uh, you know, one of the things that you, that one of the comforts of being sick is, you know, having your 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 pet curl up beside you and and snuggle with you and sleep with you so that's that's something that you would have to uh, give up i mean it may turn out that you know pets are completely fine they're impervious to and it just doesn't affect their systems but at the same time you know you have a cat and the cat like runs around and you know goes outside or the dog goes outside to the dog park and you know, infects other dogs, and then that spreads the disease around. We again, we don't know. There's still this is still too new. We haven't done as much research as uh, we will be doing. But at the moment, that's uh, that's where we are. Um, let's see. Uh, if you are sick with COVID nineteen, avoid contact with your pet, including petting, snuggling, being kissed or licked, and sharing food. If you must care for your pet or be around animals while you are sick. Wash your hands before and after you interact with pets and wear a face mask. So that's a good idea. If you have a medical appointment, call the health care provider and tell them that you may or may uh, you have or may have COVID-19. This will help the health care provider's office take steps to keep other people from getting infected or exposed. So it says call ahead before visiting your doctor. So that, again, makes sense. It's not something that everybody would think about, especially if you're not feeling well. Like, it may not be at the top of your mind to be like, okay, I need to uh, make sure that I call my doctor, let my doctor know what's going on, uh, you know, because you also, you, you don't want to get the people in your in your uh, doctor's office sick. Uh, 
Next is wear a face mask. You should wear a face mask when you are around other people, whether sharing a room or vehicle. You know, like if you, you someone needs to give you a ride to the doctor or, you know, you're doing a ride sharing thing because you don't have any other option. Uh, when you're around pets and before you enter a healthcare provider's office, if you're not able to wear them, well, wear a face mask because maybe it causes trouble breathing, then people who live with you should not stay in the same room with you or they should wear a face mask if they enter your room. I know it said earlier that healthy people shouldn't wear them. I don't know why. Maybe like out and about you shouldn't wear them. But if you're around someone like, say, your your spouse or your kid or, you know, you live with a parent and they have it, you should definitely, um, you know, you should definitely wear one when you're around them. Again, more common sense. Cover your coughs and sneezes. Like, obviously, you know, cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when you cough or sneeze. Throw used tissues into a lined trash can. Immediately wash your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, or if soap and water are not available, clean your hands with an alcohol-based hand sanitizer that contains at least 60% alcohol. That's something that we already talked about, but it's worth repeating. Clean your hands often. Again, makes sense. Uh, You know, wash your hands. Because, you know, if you cough, sneeze, touch your eyes, nose, mouth, ears, you know, you have an itch, wash your hands, especially if you're sick or you think you might be getting sick. Uh, Avoid sharing personal household items. Again, this makes sense. Uh, Don't share dishes, glasses, cups, eating utensils, towels, or bedding with other people or pets in your home. If you're using these items, they should be washed thoroughly with soap and water. I'm not saying you have to clean your wash your sheets every single day and change your bed every single day because that's just not practical um what you should be doing is if if you have the option you know if you have paper cups you know plastic utensils paper plates things like that use those because they're easily uh, disposed of and you don't have to worry about the germs lingering because somebody didn't want to do the dishes and this is something i mentioned earlier clean all high touch surfaces every day high touch surfaces you know counters tabletops doorknobs bathroom fixtures toilets phones keyboards tablets and bedside tables so anything that you're you know you're going to sit at you're touching at like right now i'm sitting i'm holding my microphone i'm sitting in my chair i've got my hand on the handrest uh the armrest here so that's something you know my phone my desk you know all these different cups coffee cups things like that make sure you're cleaning them washing them uh, let's see, what else do they say? Clean any surface that may have blood, stool, or bodily fluids on them. Again, that's something you should be doing anyways, but, you know, maybe you're, uh, you didn't realize it or, you know, whatever. You know, make sure that you, you, uh, you are taking care of this. Uh, use household cleaning spray or wipe, uh, according to the label instructions, obviously. Labels contain instructions for safe and effective use of the cleaning product, including precautions you should take when applying the product, such as wearing gloves or making sure you have a good good ventilation during use of the product. Like if you're going to use something harsh, like I couldn't, I can't use something harsh in my bathroom because although we have an overhead fan, we don't have a window that we can open up and kind of let air in. So that would be a bad idea. Uh, monitor your symptoms. Seek prompt medical attention if your illness is worsening, like difficulty breathing. That obviously is a a sign that you should definitely see a doctor. Before seeking care, call your health care provider you have or are being evaluated for COVID-19. Again, this is something we mentioned uh, a moment ago from the website. Uh, Put a face mask on before you enter the facility. Uh, This is the same thing. Uh, If you have a medical emergency and need to call 911, 
notify the dispatch personnel that you have or are being evaluated for COVID-19, and if possible, put on a face mask before emergency medical services arrive. (sighs) Okay. So that is, you know, what to do if you have it. Um, We had talked about prevention and treatment, talked about uh, symptoms. Uh, Let's talk about how it spreads, how this goes Uh, So person to person, so the virus is thought to spread mainly from person to person between people who are in close contact with one another, so within six feet or so, through respiratory droplets produced when an infected person coughs or sneezes. So, again, cover your friggin' mouth when you cough or sneeze. This is something that is common sense that you should have been taught when you were a child because you don't want to just go spewing germs everywhere, whether or not you have you know, COVID-19 or anything else, you just, no one wants to get sneezed or, or coughed on because it's fucking gross. So what happens is droplets land in the mouths or noses of people who are nearby and possibly get inhaled into their lungs. So that's what's going on. You need to make sure that you are covering your face. And if you're around someone, try and, you know, turn away from them if they're coughing or sneezing. Um, they also think it is spread from contact with infected objects or surfaces. Like, hey, let me try a bit of your drink. Let me uh, taste what kind of food you have. You know, the, this, you know, especially with family members, this could happen all the time. You know, if you're feeding, you know, you think you might be sick or you don't even know that you have it, you know, when you're feeding a baby and like, oh, you eat some of the little baby food to show them, mm, this is so good. And then you use the same spoon for the kid. You know, you're passing that along again. But this is the same as any other, you know, cold or cough or sneeze, you know, uh, like the, the cold or flu or something like that. Uh, Can someone spread the virus without being sick? Now, these are a couple of good points. So it says people are thought to be most contagious when they are most symptomatic, meaning when they're showing symptoms. Uh, Some spread might be possible before people show symptoms. There have been reports of this occurring with the new coronavirus, but it is not thought to be the main way the virus spread. So what does that say? So it the question was, can someone spread the virus without being sick? Obviously, yes, you can be carrying it, not realizing it. Maybe you don't show any symptoms yet. The virus isn't as strong, but you can pass that along to someone else without even realizing you're doing it. Happens all the time. You know, I'm sure, you know, if you, you know, your kid isn't, you know, showing any symptoms, but all the kids in his class start to get sick except for him. And then he gets sick, you know, over the weekend and then, you know, you can get sick from someone who's not showing that they're sick, and you can pass on the sickness without, without knowing it, without being symptomatic. Now it says, how easily does the virus spread? And now this is what the CDC says. It says, how easily a virus spreads from person to person can vary. Some viruses are highly contagious, like measles, while other viruses do not spread as easily. Another factor is whether the spread is sustained. So basically, you know, if everybody's getting sick, but nobody's doing anything about it, nobody's following any of these prompts that, you know, I've been, I've been laying out from the CDC website for the past, you know, however long this has been. If people aren't doing this, people aren't covering their mouths when they sneeze or they're sneezing into their hands and then opening up a door and then 10 minutes later you walk by and you touch that same doorknob and then rub your eye, now you're sick. Uh, it, it all depends. So it says the virus that causes COVID-19 seems to be spreading easily and sustainably in the community in some affected geographic areas. 
Community spread means people have been infected with the virus in an area, including some who are not sure how or where they became infected. So when you see someone saying that this is just a hoax, that this is just a a hoax uh, started by the Democrats, don't listen to them because that is how, you know, people let their guard down and just like, oh, well, the... I'm sick, but, you know, it can't possibly be coronavirus because that's a hoax. That's a hoax. That that doesn't happen, you know, and then it turns out that you actually have coronavirus and you're spreading it everywhere because, you know, somebody on TV told you it was just a hoax and you don't have to pay attention to any of that. Not that I think that the people who listen to this show, uh, because of my views and my thoughts, uh, I don't think that they are the type of people who uh, believe that or would buy into that. But uh, I just want to make sure that if you know someone like this, you know, make sure you're, uh, you know, you don't even have to, you know, say, hey, this is how coronavirus spreads. Just make sure that they're doing these specific things like, hey, you know, wash your hands after you sneeze. Hey, cover your mouth when you cough. You know, not only is it, you know, a good way to stop germs from spreading, it's common fucking courtesy. So that's my thought on that. So if you are curious, if you go to, uh, I just Google search coronavirus, but you can go to cdc.gov backslash coronavirus, and that'll bring you right to uh, the website, and that'll give you all these different options, like how, how it spreads, how, um, how it can be prevented. You know, So basically everything I kind of went over quickly with you, if you have any questions, you can definitely go there. Um, you know, you can also search COVID-19. Uh, the CDC is probably the best place to look. I know it's still run by, you know, the, this administration for for the most part. But uh, there's actually solid advi- uh, advice and solid, uh, you know, preventative measures listed on here. And this is basically I've just been reading this and kind of interpreting it for you. Uh, so... That's pretty much what I have to say about about this. So this is what's going on. Um, I'm sure that, you know, two weeks from now, this will be updated. You know, a week from now, it could be updated. There's a lot, uh, a lot of research. A lot of people are trying to prevent this from becoming a pandemic, you know, like SARS or, you know, swine flu, H1N1, you know, bird flu, all this stuff. If people just, you know, open their eyes and, and realize what's going on and you know, don't bury their head in the sand when it comes to science, then, you know, we can we can prevent a lot of this from happening, especially if we understand it and understand how to, uh, you know, it's the same as with all these people that have the flu. It's like, do you want the flu? No. So pretend like you're going through the same, uh, the same motions of the flu. And now I will end this, uh, this part of the, the program with, uh, if you hear someone saying that coronavirus and flu have similar mortality rates, they're incorrect. The flu uh, is 0.1% mortality rate. So out of every thousand people who get it, one dies. You know, that's about the math. Um, with coronavirus, it is dependent on, you know, like anything else, the age and overall health of a person who gets it. Now the normal uh, the average mortality rate is about two and a half percent 
Uh, that number may change depending on what else is going on and how people respond. But for the elderly, it's about 15%. So coronavirus is no joke. It is real. It is not a hoax started by the Democrats. I don't know why anyone would say that, especially someone who's in charge of you know trying to protect the nation and keep them safe. But this is a real thing. And you do not want it. Uh, if you do catch it, there's a good chance you'll be okay. But if you have other types of compromises to your immune system, uh, it might complicate those things and you may have some serious health problems. So get yourself checked out if you're getting any of these symptoms. Check out the CDC. I mean, you don't have to believe me. You can look up and do your own research. You know, I am not a scientist. I am not a, a, a virologist. I am not an immunologist. I don't have any background in the medical field. I am just trying to help uh, educate, as I do with every one of my, my shows. I try to make sure I can teach you something. And this is a serious health risk. And I don't want this, so this is kind of a selfish thing, too. I don't want anybody in my family get it. I don't want my, my niece to get it. Because she'd be vulnerable. I don't want my parents or my grandparents to get this. So uh, please, you know, take this take this to heart and think uh, think about your loved ones and if you want them to have it or if you want to get it. So, okay, with that, I'm going to bring this segment to a close. I'll take a quick break. And when I come back, I'll give you a preview of what's coming up and uh, some cool news about the, uh, the uh, awesome, awesome Dorkening Network. Uh, kind of collaboration that's going on. So I'll be right back. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Greetings! We are the Retro Reductopus Cephala Podcast, a bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. He's right. We wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies, toys, cartoons. I don't know. Help me out here. Music. Pants. Quoting video games that don't have dialogues. Shabibans. Tasty news. Unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia. Butt breathers. Uncomfortable nature facts. Or how to install a samoplange. And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retroidocubus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So, if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, like me, worry not, gentle listener. Next week, we'll have a whole new host. Of problems. Hey, they might still suck, but they'll suck differently. And you know what's really cool? Retroidocubus is part of the Dorkening and Inebriar podcast networks with new episodes every Tentacle Tuesday. Which is like every other Tuesday. We named it. Anyways, you can listen to us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast player cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all things that make growing up awesome.
And I am back. Thank you for uh, checking out this week's episode. I hope uh, I have taught you a little something, and I hope that um, you know this will help uh, help your health in the future. Because I definitely don't want uh, don't want anybody getting sick. I don't want anybody being a victim of uh, COVID nineteen. And I want everybody to stay healthy. Everybody can uh, hang out. Although if you do get sick, you're not feeling well, whether it's you know. COVID-19 or the uh, the the flu or, you know, allergies are just kicking your ass or you just need a mental health day, you know, definitely check out all the shows on the Dorkening Network, you know, if you need something to kind of take your mind off, uh, you know, anything that's uh, happened to be going on. You know, even if you're not sick, check out, check out our shows because uh, there's something for everybody. So I just want to uh, thank you for listening today. And, uh, of course... I will uh, wrap this up with uh, a shark fact. But before I do that, what I want to do is I want to tell you a little bit about what's going on with the Dorkening next week. Because when this airs, this airs on the 3rd, that's not only uh, Super Tuesday, the primary day. So make sure you get out and vote. Vote for your uh, your favorite candidate, the one that you think is going to uh, you know, represent your interests. Again, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for or who I'm voting for, just... Get out and vote. Exercise your right. Um, it's also the day that Castlevania Season 3 drops. So there is a nice, big uh, collaboration going on with all of us at uh, at um, the Dorkening Network. Sorry, I'm kind of stalling because I'm trying to pull up my, my graphics so I can read this off to you. So... It starts, uh, the event kicks off a week from, uh, well, I'm recording this on the 1st, but a week from today, when I'm recording this, on March 8th. So there'll be a live episode of The Dorkening, and a bunch of us are going to be on there promoting and telling you exactly what we're going to be doing. Then The Dorkening on the 11th will be covering the anniversary collection of uh, Castlevania, for the uh, PlayStation, which I have, which I will be, uh, I will be talking about. Uh, then Throwdown Thursday, the next day, we will be discussing with our good friend James Lamond, who's going to be on Wicked Horror Show this week. Make sure you check that out. There's going to be a live Q and A, so check out the live show, and if not, check out the podcast. Uh, that's our good friend James Lamond from. Uh, it came from the Five Hundred Eight Studios. His friends call him Jimmy Lambs. So. In case you were wondering, if you see him on the street, just be like, hey, it's Jimmy Lambs. Uh, make sure you say that to him. Um, so we're going to be covering the actual Belmont characters, you know, the protagonists of both the uh, video games and uh, the show. You know, there's there's a lot of characters on the show, but we'll call them the protagonists. Uh, Super Retro Throwback Reviews is going to be doing Castlevanias 1 through 4, and that'll be on March 15th. Retro Redoctopus will be covering the music of Castlevania on the 17th. The Amalga cast will be talking about the Netflix anime, so the, the three seasons of the show. Boobs, Blood, and Badasses will be covering the bloody history of Castlevania on the 22nd. And then the event finale will be the Dorkening again uh, on the 25th of, uh, of March. So just you know before the end of the month. So you have several weeks. And what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to listen to every single one of these shows, all eight, because there's going to be a secret phrase, like a, a full phrase, 
And each show is going to give you a couple of words from that phrase. And uh, there's a ton of prizes. We've got, you know, albums. We've got figures. We've got Funko Pops. So there's a ton of prizes that you'll want to be a part of. And you'll, want to, you'll definitely want to win because, I mean, who doesn't like to win prizes? So remember, you got to call uh, James Lamont, Jimmy Lamb. And you also have to, uh, you have to listen to all of our shows and make sure that, uh, that you uh, listen to what I call the phrase that pays. So I want, you to, uh, I want you to win something. So this is the only way to do it. So that brings us to the final part of the show, the shark fact. So today, I'm going to talk about how there are literally hundreds of different shark species, ranging from, you know, just a couple of inches to, you know, 60 feet in the case of the whale shark. So uh, according to this, it says, you know, a few inches to 40 feet, you know, depending on how big the whale shark is. Yeah, 40 feet sounds about right. I I think I might have over-exaggerated. But there's about 500 species of sharks. Uh, There's the dogfish, the weasel shark. Crocodile shark, zebra shark, or zebra shark, I don't know, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, Even cat sharks. So you have dogfish and cat sharks. So maybe there's a a Nickelodeon spinoff, cat dogfish. I don't know. Uh, That would be weird. That uh, I don't don't even want to think about what kind of amalgamation that would be. But uh, they're all there. It's um, it's, there's just hundreds of different types of sharks. Um, You know, some are dangerous some are not you know some are you know cute and cuddly well, i mean i think they're all cute and cuddly but uh some of them are really weird looking like the tasseled webagong uh which literally has like all these weird frills and stuff on it which i think it looks cool because it kind of blends into the uh environment in which it lives but uh then you got the the uh the greenland shark the frilled shark you know greenland sharks can live to be you know there's there's one they found that's like 500 years old you know, they, they're they kind of like the tortoises of sharks where they just live for hundreds of years. And, you know, these sharks don't even reach sexual maturity until they're 150 years old. Imagine that. That'd be an awkward high school puberty phase. But, uh, yeah, so I think that's where I'm going to go ahead and wrap up. You know, remember what I said about the coronavirus. You know, be careful. Take care of yourself. Be safe. And uh, just remember that while I am the podcaster, as the listener, you are my chum. Have a great week, folks. 